It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What is going on, guys? The Wizards on a winning streak. They got three in a row. They hot. Let's get to it, Ed. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What is going on, guys? Back at you all with another Locked On Wizards podcast episode. It is your boy, D and Ed, and the Wizards are on a three-game winning streak. It's been a while since they've won three games in a row. You can say uh, they're, you know, they're against lesser opponents, but ain't they supposed to beat these kinds of teams? So they're doing what they're supposed to do. They have close game or not. Ed, what would you say is your main takeaway from this game? Um, they took care of business. Uh, we took care of business against a lottery team. Um, they did what they were supposed to do. It's a lot of guys. Um, Thomas Bryant coming back, I thought he played well and gave some energy. I thought we 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 came out there with some energy now. The first possession, we gave him about six offensive rebounds, which was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but I thought everybody came out there and, and played hard with some energy. We had six guys in double figures. Um, mm-hmm. So guys were unselfish at times. There were some times where it was kind of like your turn, my turn out there. Mm-hmm. Um, type of shots, but uh, Kyle Kuzma, I mean, he's playing good ball again, triple double almost, uh, one assist away. And you know, Corey Kispert, he didn't shoot the ball, but it's fine. You know, we're not chasing for stats like Andre Blatch did a couple of years ago, but Kuzma's playing his butt off on all, on, mm-hmm. on all seriousness. Um, 19 points, 10 boards, nine assists. Uh, he, he's playing really good basketball, so mm-hmm. um, I thought everybody stepped up well. We just really took care of business. The second quarter was you know, concerning for me. Um, I thought defensively we had some lapses. It got a little sloppy. And uh, the Magic just wouldn't go away. Cole Anthony was hitting some buckets. Terrence Ross. I thought we did a solid – we did a lot better on Terrence Ross. Terrence Ross probably had the most quietest game against the Wizards in his career with 17 points. It's usually 30 points from Terrence Ross every time he plays. So I thought we did a good, a good solid job defensively as a team. Mm-hmm. Um, all the bigs, Gafford did a good job. Had a couple blocks on Robin Lopez down the stretch. 
um, Trez with the with the dunk on Robin Lopez. You know, he could have got a tech for hanging on the rim. And, uh, you know, we didn't have to score there either. But, you know, I wanted somebody to dunk on Robin Lopez, and it happened. So I was happy about that. And uh, Thomas, once again, Thomas Bryant provided some good minutes. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie, he plays better without Bradley Bill once again. 17 points, uh, no turnovers and four assists. I mean, through, through three games, he has no turnovers. I like what I saw from Corey Kispert. But um, my main takeaway is as a team, from a team standpoint and not an individual standpoint, uh, West Huntsman Jr., he has – a lot of decisions to make with this rotation. Um, you know, Denny didn't get a lot of minutes tonight. Some, Eleven some guys, guys played. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of guys played. Denny didn't get a lot of minutes like he usually does. Rui played 12 minutes. Bertans had 13 minutes. Denny had 19 minutes, which is actually a good amount of minutes. Trez had 21. Howell Neto had 21 minutes. Thomas Bryant had 12. So um, just a lot of minutes to, to, to distribute. And Bradley Bill didn't play once again. Um, so just, just a lot of guys contributed tonight. It was a balanced attack, six guys in double figures. Once again, like I said, and, um, we did a lot of, we did a good job scoring in the paint. We had 58 points in the paint and we actually had some fast break points. We had some transition buckets mm-hmm. too. So 10, 10 fast break points. And, um, everybody got along tonight from what I saw. Uh, we'll probably talk about Trez and, uh, KCP a little later in the episode, but, um, I'm happy we got the win once again. We keep having these close games with lottery teams. This was a game where we should have blew them out, but Orlando, they're a scrappy team, so I, I give the Magic some credit. Yeah, I think mainly the Wizards in that first quarter, they, I mean, they did, they took care of business. It was like, okay, Wizards, they came out strong. That second quarter was a little drop off, and then the third and fourth, it was just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, really, until the very end. I think I'm just happy that the Wizards are getting healthy. I mean, that's really one of my main takeaways from this game is you see Thomas Bryant finally getting back on the court after a full, basically full year of not being on the court after the ACL early in the season last year. He had six points, didn't miss a shot. His first shot was a three-pointer, very fitting for him and his style of play. Uh, One free throw, one for two from the line, and then two for two from the field. I mean, not too much. Obviously, only played 12 minutes. He's on a minute restriction. But I'm happy, man. I'm happy that Hachimura is back. I'm ha- happy that Thomas Bryant is back. I mean, that makes me happy, man, because we haven't seen these guys playing in a long time, and I really think they can contribute to the team. Like you said, though, West Huntsville Jr. is going to have to figure out a way to condense, you know, the rotation, et cetera. Like, because come playoff time, let's say the Wizards make the playoffs. You can't you usually aren't playing 11 guys on the team doing come playoff time. So it's tough. Um, it's definitely going to be tough. That's what happens when you have death, which we spoke about the whole offseason. You know, the Wizards finally have death, and they have 11 guys that they can play and that they feel like Westville's like can contribute to the team. But Montrez Harrell, bringing that energy, he's he's missed that. The Wizards have missed that. They've missed his energy off of the bench. He was big again tonight, had the slam on Robin Lopez, you know, Robin could have just let him get the dunk, no contest, but, you know, I guess he's a hustler. You know, Robin wanted the hustle. Sadly, he ended up on the highlight tape. But, I mean, you could tell from games where the Wizards struggled that they could have used Montrez Harrell, especially throughout this home streak. Montrez Harrell is going to be key because him feeding into that crowd, giving the crowd energy, getting MVP chance like Kuzma, et cetera, that means a lot. His energy plays mean a lot to this team. The crowd loves him. And during this home stretch, especially against teams that they feel like they can beat, like the Trailblazers on Saturday, I mean, Montrezl Harrell is huge. And 
those pretty much my main takeaways right there. Montrez Harrell and just everybody getting healthy, man. Bradley Bill comes back against Portland, possibly, supposedly. I mean, 100% for the first time in a long time. Yeah, I'm with you on everything. Um, they're playing – They're playing. They're, once again, this is a game that they had to take care of. I Pass. really wish we would have got that one against the Rockets, another mm-hmm. lottery team. Um, so we just gotta we just gotta stack up on these wins, take advantage yep. of this of this home, uh this home stand that we have. Um mm-hmm. this is this is we did we did what we were supposed to do. I did want it to be a blowout, but I'll I'll take the win. 100 percent yeah. 22 and 20, two games above 500, 12 and 7 at home with more home games to go. Hopefully they can improve that record. But before we get into more topics about the game, guys, we do have a message from our friends over at Price Picks. Wizards fans, you've been hearing me tell you about prize picks for months. Have you signed up yet? If you haven't, now is the perfect time for a limited time. Prize picks has an exclusive no brainer of an offer for all of our users. Users get $50 for free if a player in your first prize picks entry scores a single point, but you must use code NBA. That's right, this is an exclusive offer available to locked on fans only who use code NBA. You guys already know that Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of from points, assists, rebounds, threes made, etc. You pick two to five players in an over, under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Today, I placed a flex play entry on the over on Spencer Dinwiddie points and the under on Kyle Kuzma points, which I'm surprised hit. It was at 21 and a half. He had 19. Um, It doubled my money. And it took me 30 seconds to make my selections. It's that easy, folks. Go to prizepicks.com today or go to your app store and download the app. All users that deposit and use our promo code NBA will get $50 free if your first prize picks entry scores a single point. That's right. All users that deposit and use our promo code NBA will get $50 free if your first prize picks entry scores a single point. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax, make your moves, they'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. Once again, guys, thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. Listen to Locked On Now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or watch it on the Locked On NBA YouTube channel. So, Ed, what is... I want to talk about... I want to talk about Spencer Dinwiddie a little bit, man. Bradley Bill's coming back, possibly. It says, you know, if he tests negative, he should be coming back against the Trailblazers. We see, we continue to see the difference from when they're together and when they're not. I mean, 
Do you think they can finally get it together and Spencer can kind of bring this play into with into playing with Bradley Bill, or you think he's going to go back to more of that facilitating 10 assists type of guy type of game? What do you think? Unfortunately, I think he's going to go back to what he was doing because, you know, when we played against the Bulls, that's what he looked like. You know, in the first quarter, he was passive. You know, he was kind of deferring to Bradley Bill, trying to, you know, facilitate. And then the second quarter against the Chicago Bulls where we lost to Chicago, um, Bradley Bill was out and Spencer put up 14 points in the second quarter. So for some reason, there's just some type of disconnect or just some type of chemistry issue there. Um, you know what? We're 42 games in exactly 22 and 20. And just for some reason, um, Spencer Dinwiddie just plays a lot better. He's way more aggressive uh, for some reason. I, I want to say we're five and two in games without Bradley Bill now. So um, and last year we struggled without Bradley Bill. We were like one and 11 or oh, I want to say we were actually only 10 without Bradley Bill last year when he did not play. Mm. Um, so that's just a testament to the depth. But um, then when he's more aggressive, he shoots more. He gets to the basket more. He looks like he can move. He looks like he just found like a found a youth or something. And then when Bradley Bill plays, he looks sluggish and slow, like he can barely move. So I, I just don't understand it. If if those guys can get on the same page and play well together, then you know we can go back to that ten and three uh, Washington Wizards, you know, where we started out super hot. So I'm intrigued to see how he plays when he comes back, and I do want to see it against. No knock on these teams, but I do want to see how we play um, against, you know, a playoff team. You know, we got the Sixers coming up pretty soon. We got um, we, we got some better competition after this uh, Blazers. I'm not going to overlook the Blazers either um, because they, you know, they beat a couple teams as well. But we got the Sixers and Nets, Raptors and Celtics and Clippers. So after this Blazers game, it's going to get real. So I do want to see Brad and Denny play against some better competition as well. Yeah. I think I think Spencer, it depends on the role. I mean, he said it before. It depends on what kind of role he's playing. You know, when Brad's there, he's looking to get his guys his shots and get his teammates looks really before he's getting his own looks because he knows he can get looks when he wants to. We've seen it when his role has changed when Brad isn't there. So I do think I agree with you that he's going to go back into more of that not – hopefully not extremely passive, but more of that looking to get guys open and looking to get his teammates the ball. And those we may see more nine assists, 10 assists games from him, which isn't bad, but as long as he can get aggressive when they need him to be aggressive, I would say that, you know, because he's very good at not getting any turnovers. He didn't have any turnovers tonight, zero again. So it's very impressive what he's doing. It's hard to not turn the ball over in the NBA guys with all this length, et cetera, it's not an easy thing to do, especially at the point guard position. You have to be good. And as long as, like I said, as long as he can pick and choose his spots to continue to be aggressive like we've seen in the games without Brad, I think it'll be all right. I definitely think it'll be all right. But is there any other guys that you looked at tonight that kind of caught your eye? Um, of course, we got to break down TB. Um, yeah. I was excited with him. I mean, him and Denny had a nice connection. He had a nice pass to uh, Denny Obdia, who cut to the basket, finished with an and one. Uh, let me look at let me look at TB's numbers real quick. They, they don't wow you or jump off the screen because he only played uh, twelve minutes, but he was two for two, hit a three in a corner, like you already said earlier. Um, he had a post move where he got fouled, almost had an and one, just missed the missed the uh, missed the, the layup that he should have made. Um, the athleticism is not there yet. Denny tried to throw him a oop, and Denny kind of threw it too high anyway, but 
I don't say the bounce just yet, and that's fine. He's just coming back from ACL, so I'm not yeah. expecting him to, you know, windmill dunk and all. Even though he did windmill dunk in, in a practice, from what I saw, um, I'm happy from what I saw. We need a stretch big. We need somebody who can step out and shoot threes. We still struggle from the three tonight, but I love what I saw from him. Uh, Corey Kispert, man, he's playing good ball. He's shooting mm-hmm. the ball better from the three. He hit three threes tonight. He's mm-hmm. he's um, athletic. He's finishing around the rim. Eleven points, four for six from the field. Um, he had a plus six, plus minus. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie had a plus twelve. No, people don't care about plus minus, but he had a plus twelve and plus minus. But Corey Kispert, he's starting to put together some games. He's looking way more comfortable out there. He's knocking down the three. He's not rushing it. It's not short anymore because a lot of his threes were short. And he's showing off that athleticism, man. He's going to dunk on somebody before it's said and done. Before the season's over, he's going to catch somebody lacking, and he is going to dunk on somebody. Um, and Hollow Neto, he's got a lot of flack as well. Um, he, he had 15 points. I thought he shot the ball well. He shot the ball 14 times, which is a lot. He shot the ball the most, him and Dinwiddie. Um, Aaron Holiday, for some reason, is just not getting any playing time. And I feel like, you know, he can help us out. And, you know, somebody is going to be the odd man out in the rotation. We talk about this a lot. You know, we got, 14, you know, 13, 14 guys on the roster that can, that can get um, at least 10 minutes a game. And um, Aaron Holiday is a guy who I do think could really help and, and defend, but he's just not getting any playing time in the last three games since he's gotten back. Yeah, I, I think – I think Corey Kispert, man, it's going to be tough. You know, when Brad's back and right. not everybody's healthy, man. It, earlier, it's like, yeah, Corey minutes can kind of go away, really, because, you know, he's the rook and he was kind of struck. But he's really seeming to find his way. He plays his role. And we've talked about that, and Twitter's talked about that a lot of times. Guys need to find out their role, and role is being confusing. He's one of the few guys who knows his role. I mean, he – Cuts to the basket, he shoots the three ball, and I mean, if he could, could do that at a very more a more consistent clip, that would be amazing. He had he shot really well tonight, three for five, I believe. So I mean, that's beautiful. But he knows his role, he plays it well. He doesn't do too much out there. He's not trying to do more, and that's a lot of that is probably because he's a rookie. So he's just playing within himself, doing what the coach tells him, doing what his vets tell him to do. And I love to see that. You know, he won't be getting twenty nine minutes when brad is back but i I do want to see him out there man i really do i think he's earning his play and sadly he may be the short man out but i mean i think he's earning his keep right now definitely um how did you like Rui's performance tonight uh Rui, i think Rui. it it was i mean it it was one of those it's tough to really evaluate because i mean it's just 12 minutes of play he went one for five over two from three but it's hard to really evaluate when a guy's in like game two, same with TB when a guy's going to be in the first couple games back from missing however many days of NBA basketball. It's, it's tough to really evaluate them. I mean, you can look at the little things like hustle defense, etc., which I think we're all good. I mean, it, it's just offensively is what we know Rui for is that in a mid range game, etc. And I think that'll come. I can't really evaluate that right now because they're just really everybody, him and TB especially, are just getting their feet. They're they're getting their feet under them. Yeah, I'm with you too. I mean, it's still early. I mean, this is what his third game back. He had, he only played 12 minutes when he's typically mm-hmm. used to playing 30 minutes. Yeah, and starting, uh, really more than 30 minutes a game. So he was one for five, 0 for two from the three. Uh, shot one free throw, had an and one. I thought he finished well. That was a nice finish, but. 
Um, yeah, it's just too early right now. He, this is only his third game, so we got to let him get his, his legs under him, get his wind on, under him. And um, hopefully by the time we get to uh, February, then, you know, he'll be back to the usual room. He, he shot a couple of mid-range shots, but I do want to get to, uh, of course, we'll get to the player of the game and mm-hmm. X Factor, but I do want to get to um, whether this KCP and Trez disagreement. We got another disagreement. We had the Dobbies yeah. for the Denny one. Now we got the KCP and Trez one, which they already squashed it, and Gilbert Arena said something on Instagram, and then Trez said something um, positive. Um, and I forgot, Davies Bertans didn't score tonight. He was 0 for 3. That's just another um, individual performance. And honestly, Gafford, this is the last thing I'll say about individual performances. Gafford had eight points. He played 16 minutes, which is not a lot for him either. Nope. Um, he went 4 for 4 from the field, and he had two blocks. I didn't like how he was taken out at the end. Mm, after um, the block on Lopez. Yeah, after the block on Lopez. I wasn't a fan of that, but I, I, I just that's another thing with having so many guys. You know, yeah. it's like. I feel like Gaffer should have finished. And, and Trez did a good job. Trust me. I mean, I love what Trez, Trez had two tough layups and then he had the dunk on Robin Lopez. But it's just stuff like that where it's kind of like, you know, Gaff was playing well. So you kind of should reward him with more minutes after a great defensive play. Like, we don't get a lot of defensive plays like that and he had to sit on the bench. So, you know, it, it's just a lot of guys. I'm not complaining. I'm happy we have depth because last year we complained because, you know, when Rui got in foul trouble, we had to put Isak Bong in the game. We had to put uh, Ish playing at the three man, Hollow Nutter playing at the four man, and, and mm. uh, Anthony Gill was playing in, in a playoff game and stuff like. No, not on Anthony Gill. He's actually played pretty good, but you know, Isak Bonga had to play big minutes mm. at certain times where we were very thin. So, but I, yeah, that's my last take on individual games. You know, the KCP Trash thing is definitely intriguing for sure. Yeah, I mean, fitting that the last bucket of the game was KCP to Trace, you know, on the outlet. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, same similar to like Washington football team, their fight. It's different because that was on. Yeah, camera. I knew you were saying that. But you know, it, I mean, it's you know, guys, when you play on the sports team, things get heated sometimes. But you know, you're still brothers at the end of the day. So it was nothing mm. too big. It's kind of weird that that report came out so fast. But I know, right? I don't yeah. Know who, I don't know who spilled the beans on that and mess inside that right, locker room. Yeah. But other than that, guys, we are going to get to our player of the game and X factor. But first, we do have another message from our friends over at Bet Online. BetOnline would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to get started from football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2022 season bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports bet online where the games start the nba playoffs are right around the corner and locked on nba is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama every monday jackson gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the nba playoffs mark your calendars to listen to locked on nba every monday to be up to date Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, Ed, who was your player of the game in X-Factor? My player of the game was, of course, Kyle Kuzma. Um, Mm -hmm. This is is his ninth game in a row 
with 19-plus points and 5-plus rebounds. He had eight games with 20 points in a row. Um, they're talking about um, that on the broadcast, and I think John Wall was the last um, – John Wall, Bradley Bill, and Russell Westbrook were the last guys to do that, have 20-point – have eight 20-point games in a row. So Kyle Kuzma's in good company, man. He, he's playing his butt off right now. Um, he's balling right now. He really is playing at an all-star level. And like I said yesterday, when you're averaging 27 points and 12 rebounds, if he would have did that from the jump, he would have been – he could have been an all-star starter. 27 points a game and 12 rebounds a game is no joke. Seriously, it's, it's not. And almost having a triple-double, he you can see it in his face and his body language, the confidence is just screaming out of his body right now. The body language is good. He looks confident. He looks bouncy, springy. He's getting downhill. He's dunking the ball. He's making nice passes. The little no-look passes that he was talking about, him and Spencer didn't were, were joking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I, love, I love to see it, man. I hope he can keep it up. I really hope this is sustainable. And it's not just, you know, flash of 10 games. I really think he can keep this up. And we we might have found something, man. We found something with Kuz, man. We, we, we might have found something. And the X Factor for me, um, KCP had a double-double. That That's kind of slept on tonight, too. He had 10 boards, 12 points. Um, mm-hmm. X Factor, Spencer Dinwiddie. We don't win this game without him. He's been getting downhill, um, being aggressive. I, I love aggressive Dinwiddie. That's why we bought him here. That's why we made that trade for him. So my X Factor is uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, it, yeah. it could be Trez, too. It could be Trez. Trez, yeah. Trez is a low-key X-Factor, too. Yeah, I, I'm definitely going to go with Kuzma for the player of the game. That's, what, like three in a row? This three-game win streak? Kuzma's got all three of our player of the games. Uh, the almost triple-double, almost. I wish he would have got it. But, I mean, he, it just he continues to show that he can do things in other ways. Tonight, he facilitated. He got the ball to other guys as well as rebounded the ball. He didn't put up 26 or 27 points. But, I mean, he gave us nine assists. So I, I think he continues to improve. He continues to join that list of, and I tweeted this, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, Julius Randle as ex-Lakers, Jordan Clarkson as ex-Lakers who had a change of scenery and improved. You know, and I spoke about this in the past. A lot of it can be due, well, more of a defined role, having a more defined role with Washington than maybe in L.A., and just getting away from all that scrutiny, all the sports talk shows, all the social media um, scrutiny as well, just getting away from all that and just being able to play. You know, nobody's talking about Washington. You're just over there vibing. You're vibing out, playing basketball, man, you know. So I'm happy for the guy. I'm really happy for the guy that he's being successful and on his really good stretch that I do think is sustainable, man. Um, X Factor, I'm going to go with Trez. Trez. He was huge, 16 points, eight rebounds. That energy, man, once again, bringing that energy, trying to get the fans into it. Fans are energized when Trez plays. He's great for the home crowd. I mean, he, he makes a difference. He really does make a difference. Um, he has his issues, but when he's on, I mean, he's on, and he's a vital part of this team off the bench. And I will say to end, because I'm getting killed on Twitter a little bit, but I didn't know they were a whole nettle you know, stands or something, but I tweeted that it's a crime that Howell Neto has 11 shots right now because it was like tied for the most of the most at the, on the team at the time I tweeted it, which was like an hour or so ago. And he ended up going seven for 14, 50%. At the time he was struggling. I mean, he's been struggling. So I still feel like Howell Neto can be playing better. He ended up having a good game, which I'm happy about. So the tweet looks bad in hindsight, but I feel justified in my tweet at the time that I tweeted it. I just want to say that. 
Um, any final no, it's, thoughts? It's all good. It's all good. You woke him up, and the the whole country of Brazil will yeah. shout out for you. Yeah. So, any final thoughts, Ed? Before we wrap it up, um, Kuz is balling. I thought Denny um had a nice and one before the half, before the end of the first. Mm-hmm. He had five points and five assists. That's really good for him. So he had a five-five game. Um, he got his shot glassed by R.J. Hampton. So I just want to see him finish stronger. So we go back to the finishing layups and just finishing strong. He's six foot nine. I don't want to see him get a shot block. Everybody gets their shot block, which is fine. But um, it was just an example of, you know, I just want to see him finish stronger. Other than that, I thought he played well. thought he played with confidence. Um, and that's really it. We just we just took care of business. This game is a – they did what they were supposed to do. They did what they're supposed to do. Orlando Magic, they – they are who we thought they were, and we did not let them off the hook. So, as yep. simple as that. Yep. Uh, agreed. Take care of business against Portland, which won't be easy. You know, they got Nurkic. They got Simmons, who's been balling since Dame's been out. Covington. They got good guys over there. Nazia Little as well. So, that won't be easy. But, you know, stack them. Let's get four in a row before we get to that tough stretch, man. Let's get four in a row. But, guys, once again, I want to thank you all for making Locked On Wizards your first listen each and every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. So, guys, three in a row. We get to end it off with a dub, three dubs in a row. Hopefully, after Saturday, we can make it four, you know, Feeling good, man. Feeling good, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for watching. Make sure you guys subscribe Subscribe on YouTube. Hit the notification bell. All right, you guys. Hail to the Wizards. Peace. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.